This week's Wintrade Global Talks is presented to you by Dr. Yvonne Thompson CBE and Yulia Stark, partner of the Wintrade Global Network, featuring Ronel Lundell, Executive Vice President, Global Delivery New Payment Platforms for MasterCard. So yeah. welcome, welcome, my partner in crime. I'm going to hand over to you. So. Um, Oh, all right. Welcome, guys. You all know Wintrade Global, probably the conference. I hope you've been there. Red carpet, beautiful locations, the House of Lords, Google, Microsoft. We just have the best partners ever. And you know that. But again, COVID came in and it just messed up all our plans. So no more. I mean, not this year. We had no conference in June. But Yvonne, she always full of ideas. And she said, like, let's not waste our time. Next year, we'll, we'll catch up. But this year, we will create the Wintrade Global Talk. And the goal is actually so to inspire you with amazing different speakers. And I'll show you a few names and there are another lineup of some amazing people as well. In extraordinary times, you need some amazing support and we've got it. So what we've done this time, we made sure that you are connected to like-minded business owners, from small business owners to corporate teams so and managers. We are inviting you to join us for the Wintrade Global Network. Network. And this is where you can promote yourself, promote your business live with some amazing people internationally. All right. So please join and share your experience and your knowledge with us. And I promise you that we will also help to boost your business. And next week, right? It's Shannon. It's next week. So a girl from Nike with some powerful tools uh, to share with us. I think everybody introduces themselves the best. I hate it when people talk about me and I'm sitting there waiting to start my speech. So I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to hand straight over to Ronelle Landau from MasterCard to begin her WinTrade Global talk. The stage is yours, Renelle. Thank you so much. Good day, all. My name, as you heard, is Renelle Lundell, and this is the global Wintray talk on digitization is not the way of the future. It is now. I would like to thank Dr. Yvonne and the Wintray team for inviting me today to share with you the importance of adapting your business, especially your business model, to effectively lead your team to survive during a time of crisis. Thank you to you as well for taking the time to join me on this talk today. So Dr. Yvonne had asked me to share my story and I have lots of stories. Um, South Africans never have one story. So I'd like to start today by sharing one of my many stories. This particular story starts way back in 1994 in South Africa, when I began my career in the card payments business. It was an era where Nelson Mandela changed policy that allowed opportunities for people of color like myself. I would like to share three particular crucibles, major changes in my life, okay, that led to moments that really impacted my career. So crucible one, in 2007, my husband, Noel, husband of 26 years, 
lost his job. And with my nine-year-old and two-year-old sons, we quickly made a decision to go back to KwaZulu-Natal so that my husband could join my brothers in our Durban-based engineering business. This meant that I would have to sacrifice my wonderful job at MasterCard. So yes, it is my second time back at MasterCard. I dried my tears, packed up, said goodbye to a life I had known for 13 years in Johannesburg and followed my husband back to Durban. Back then, working off-site was not a common practice in large organizations. And thankfully, with the change of MasterCard's leadership, I returned back to a change. I immediately joined a technology company based in Durban, and I very quickly settled down. Life back with my extended family was wonderful and fulfilling. And I think most importantly, I was grateful to have to spend time back at home with my mom. And just when all seems to be going well as usual, crucible number two arrived, totally unexpected. So in 2009, I received a call from one of the large banks in South Africa that has a pan-Africa footprint. And the then CIO, Chief Information Officer, explained that the bank was looking for a small consulting business to train the employees across Africa on managing a card back office or operations business. And that my name came up in several conversations as a suitable candidate and a South African. The only change being the need for me to register a business with my first six months contract guaranteed. I considered, counseled with my family, considered again, and this opportunity led to what became as Fulcon.biz. Enter crucible number three. So whilst enjoying the pleasures of long hours with at least four hours sleep a night, I, I reckon this is what's led to my uh, gray and old age. I managed to build out a business that gave me fulfillment and joy. And hopefully I'd be able to share more stories with you as Trade members going forward. When MasterCard called me to offer me an opportunity to rejoin them, that life-changing decision brings me to this very moment where I can share on this platform some great insights with you. But before I do that, I'd like to share three key findings I experienced as a small business owner that I hope will help you and we can chat after this session. The one most key one, and uh, I know last week you spoke through this um, as a topic, is branding of self. I would never have received a call from that bank if I didn't invest in building my brand in the industry as a subject matter expert. The second most important thing is networking. Don't underestimate the importance of keeping key valuable people in your life and business. 
every encounter for me is an important encounter. The third one is share the opportunity. There is power in paying it forward. I tried not to be all things in a small business and I focused on building partnerships with other small businesses where I could give them work. And many of those small businesses are still thriving. I continue to keep in touch with them and I continue to share their joy as I watch them grow daily. So why do I share this story with you today? I share this particular story because I realize that business back then in the early 2000s, in the last decade, is very different to the challenges and the opportunities presented to small businesses today. So for many of us, this webinar, it is fair to say that 2020 was the year that welcomed a start to a new decade, a new year filled with personal resolutions and great ambitions or plans. Most of them were plans to achieve our business and personal objectives. For me, personally, I did not anticipate a pandemic that would test my ability to transition to a new way of managing, a new way of thinking, a new way of working, and most importantly, leading a team remotely for most of, if not all of 2020. This pandemic came with no warning. It came with no playbook to navigate. And obviously, most of us panicked with how will we achieve those objectives we identified that would lead us to success this year. Small businesses have an outsized impact on the global economy. They represent 90% of all businesses, 90%. They also employ roughly 70% of all workers globally. And this is a statistic I got off from the World Bank. Small businesses also deliver up to 50% of GDP. And this is according to the World Trade Organization. Phenomenal, right? When small businesses suffer, everyone suffers. Supporting this community has got to be the single most important task on the road to recovery. And you will start to find a lot of large corporates starting to lean in to assist this target market. With the removal of geographical boundaries through a digitization, it's even more important that the needs are understood and met. Both consumers or customers, as you would refer to them, and small business owners want great experiences. They want online payment solutions that are fast and secure. As most of you have heard, my role at, as Executive Vice President at MasterCard means I'm responsible for the implementation of new platforms across the globe. This means I need to understand the needs of my customers, who are in most cases payment schemes that work closely with banks, 
central banks and governments. And what we aim to do, we work on implementation, implementing the national payment infrastructure of countries. Here are some of the data points that could help you navigate on gaining market share and increasing your revenue potential as you scale your business. So small businesses today play a meaningful role, as we know, in our daily lives and in our vibrant communities. And at MasterCard, we are dedicated, fully dedicated. We have a team that is focusing on this. We are dedicated to supporting small businesses as they navigate through the COVID-19 crisis. How are we doing this? We're doing this by ensuring that small businesses have the tools they need to run and grow their business. Most of these tools are supplied by banks or payment schemes. And I think this is very important to note that MasterCard does not deal with it directly with the end user consumer. And hopefully when we have our open conversation, we can go into a, a deeper understanding of that. In April, 2020, MasterCard announced a commitment of $250 million in financial, technology, product, and insights support, best practices, over five years to assist and protect small businesses who have been hardest hit by the COVID-19 pandemic. This commitment is driven through MasterCard and their franchise business solutions. What we've seen in this space of small businesses that has been accelerated by COVID-19 is the need for sellers to have a holistic view of their business. That's very powerful, a holistic view of your business. As a result of COVID-19, there has been an increased growth of e-commerce payments. As highlighted in MasterCard's Recovery Insights Shift to Digital Report, e-commerce has reached new heights. MasterCard Spending Pulse, which measures retail sales across all payment types, including cash and check, shows that the United States e-commerce spending grew by 93% year on year. And that was in the month of May comparison. And in April and May 2020, e-commerce as a share of retail sales reached 33% in the United Kingdom, an unprecedented high. That's only retail sales, which means it excludes auto, it excludes petrol, and it excludes restaurants. Okay, so that's a 33% growth. Pre-COVID-19, a 2019 McKinsey study estimated that approximately 70% of global digital commerce would take place through a marketplace by 2023 and marketplaces as a segment, they say, is growing 20 to 25% globally. Hence, an attractive high growth segment to serve. So the opportunities, guys, as small services, as small businesses is huge. 
I can imagine that most of you are business owners trying to survive in an already competitive environment and the increase in e-commerce, digital and online payments across countries and across regions. We have to expand the way we look when we move into a digital world. It adds to the complexity we face in scaling our businesses. So in my role at MasterCard, I want to share with you my key strategic focus areas in my business, in my division. The most important one is people. The other three after people is one, customer experience. Two, operating efficiencies. If you're not running efficiently, it becomes a challenge. And the third one is capability expansion. As you look to adapt to a new online world of opportunities as a small business, here are the three steps I would like to recommend to you. Having worn a small business hat and sitting in a corporate organization, what I think would be three gold nuggets for you. Number one, switch from an analog way of thinking to a digital way of thinking. The way in which we interact, socialize and transact is being disrupted by new technologies, new products and innovative businesses daily. COVID-19 saw an increase in contactless payments as a positive growth in online payments. You will also need to become more creative more connected and more personal. How consumers pay and where your consumers pay is changing. There is no sector that can say they are not impacted by COVID-19 economic challenges, none. So after the analog way of thinking to the digital way of thinking, because it is a mindset, some of us are still technophobes. Number two, focus on expansion and simplification. Two powerful words. Unless you are scaling your business, market share and revenue potential will not be achieved. You need to find partners, vendors, suppliers, and business tools that will allow you to have insights to managing potential fraud and guaranteed payment of goods. Most people fear purchasing online, but if you can give them a secure way of payment, you're halfway there. Find partners who provide secure online payment solutions and a merchant portal that provides you with analytics. Data, our CEO said in 2016 in Saudi is the new oil. Also look at value-added solutions such as SMEs loyalty capabilities. The third thing is that personalization is key. When using that data, understand how important that data is. It will help you with your product trends and your customers' purchasing behavior. You need to use software that provides data intelligence, which allows you to manipulate your data to assist you with solving 
for those customer needs. So if you're not in the business of providing an amazing experience for your customers or saving them time, I have to tell you, you're ripe for disruption or even potential disintermediation in this new decade. Last but not least, I would like to reiterate the importance of taking your employees on the journey to educate them on the new trends that payment technology can bring. Our CEO himself asked all our executives in this time to come up with new ideas. And so you should be engaging with your employees because they could very help you with some innovative solutions. You must invest in training them as well on the importance and benefits of the new payment tools, especially if you want your business to scale. And scaling means across countries and regions. With digital, the world becomes one. So digitization is not the way of the future. It is now. To succeed, you have to be all things digital. But that also means you must have payment solutions that are safe, <clears throat> simple, and secure. In closing, if you are keen to learn more about the solutions MasterCard technology can provide to your small business, please visit the MasterCard Main Street Resource Center and see the list of resources that are available to assist you. For the Global Wind Trade subscribers or members, I've also provided a soft copy on reading material, and I hope uh, that this will assist you with some interesting small business insights and best practice that MasterCard has and is willing to share. We also want you to look at some of the commitments we have made to our small business population. I think that's very important. If you're not aware of what we're doing with banks and partners, it doesn't help. My name is Ronelle Landl, and this is the Global Wind Trade Talk. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Very interesting. Wow, lots of interesting information there. Thank you so much for that. It's been very useful. What I wanted to do, it would be great if we can get straight into the questions. May I ask very quick question yes. because I worked with different banks where in the past that um, created separate programs for women as a niece mm -hmm. powered by MasterCard. And is that still happening because I'm out of the banking system for a few years now, but is MasterCard still actively supporting small businesses and female business owners? Oh, absolutely. We have a vice chairman, Anne Kearns, who's working very closely with the 30% Club on initiative. So we have real structured objectives. And I'm, I'm very happy offline to share some of that information with you. But yes, MasterCard is very, very keen on driving the awareness on diversity and not just on gender, across the board with all minority groups. 
Beautiful, beautiful. I think that's already says a lot about the company by itself. Yeah, right. I came back the second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also want to publicly thank you on air because MasterCard supported us. Thank you so much. Hi. Hello, Bipin. Great to see you. One of our regulars. Wonderful to see you. Please ask away. The stage well, is yours. to be in your uh, company, I must admit. It's not a sales pitch, but... <laughs> Just, I don't mean to flatter, but I've learned so much by attending your forums. And, uh, and as a man, please, I've got a lot please, to learn. Please, please flatter away, especially no, no, in front not, of potential sponsors. It's, it's, not, it's not flattery. I, I spent the last three months sitting on Zooms, webinars, and really trying to make a life and a living from pivoting here to the extent that I've hosted my own. But yours remains the most passionate and the, some of the the key speakers that I've, I've, I've engaged with. So I can't thank you enough. But I, let, let me get to the question, otherwise I'm, I run the risk of being kicked off. So, <laughs> Ronald, firstly, yes. wow, it's such an honor thank to be you. in your presence. Thank now, you. I'm with Visa. Yes. Right? But Ooh. given what you've said, right, and being able to put a face to MasterCard, mm -hmm. I'm going back and changing that. Right? <laughs> thank you. So that's one, that's one thing I will do, right? On, on to my question. Uh, and, and I would say it's probably something that we should all consider doing. Our money dictates the actions of others. And if you have leaders like yourselves who are willing to put it to good use, then in some small way, we're directing our power base. So let, let me ask a question. The query is, you mentioned 250 million in terms of investing into 14 SME. Now, my first part is, what, what do you expect? Because there must be a business case for that. And you've absolutely put it to the board. Could you share what the ROI, you know, in terms of uh, a rate of uh, return on this will be? And, and the other thing is, you mentioned that the corporates will be leaning into SMEs. So would that be an example why corporates, we need to share that message with the corporates, to invest in, in supporting the SMEs on the diversity landscape? And can we power that down so our existing supply chains, I suspect the hammer that you weld, Ronald, will have a massive impact in the supply chains around you. What can we do, right, to put for ourselves to try to use a similar, well, it might not be a mallet, but it might be a, a smaller uh, wedge that we can weld in terms of our buying power. So over to you, Ronald. Thank you very okay. much, Yvonne. Thank you, Vivian, for, for the question. I think I need to spend just a little time explaining MasterCard's model. I don't think everybody's aware of how MasterCard works. So MasterCard, a couple of years ago, was known as a card business. And MasterCard is actually a technology company. And we have three key areas in our business. One is a franchise model, which is what you see most of the banks use where they use our brand and every time that brand or that card is used, there's royalties and there's a business agreement around that solution for both the bank, the consumer and MasterCard to leverage and gain off. Then there's a software solution. So what we do, and this is where most of our national payment infrastructures come in, where we're starting to see most countries come to us with a solution to provide infrastructure for them. And so um, we have a software licensing model. So very similar to the IBMs of the world and the first datas of the world. We also have what we call managed services business, 
where we take real-time payments, not just card, but real-time payments. We see this as we've partnered with the Bank of England, that real-time payments, your check can be cleared immediately, faster payments, these are things that we bring forward. So if you look traditionally, we focus very heavily on B2B solutions. Where this, your question comes in with the investment of the $250 million, that money has been set aside to partner with these corporate initiatives to go and do research and to find out where we can partner with, with small businesses and these banks or third parties to come up with solutions. So one of the solutions, for example, is we've come up with a solution from feedback using that funding, merchant in a box. So when a small merchant starts their business, a self-employed person who's still running off an income statement, worrying about income and expenses, they now know that they can get a small merchant solution where there's no fees applied for transactions processed for that particular small business. And so the breakup of that 250 million, I cannot give you the details on, but at a high level, that's what that funding will be used for. If you visit the resource sites, and I'm very happy to work through Dr. Yvonne's Wintrade to put you in touch with our product owners and specialists who can then share with you some of the banks that are already offering these facilities to small businesses. I don't know if that answers your question, even. Does it help? It just helps hearing your voice. I mean, <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I just think, you know, it's words of wisdom and it's bound to pay fruition. I just think sometimes it's well above my head. So I'll just be honest with that. And it just shows it's down to a micro level in terms of some small business who's going to feel an impact and in in starting up and I, I just it's just heartening to hear it yes it does yeah what we've also found i'll give you as an example if if this if the merchant is too small we have what we call payment facilitators and it is an education and this is why i was passionate to come on to this kind of talk because as a small business myself having come from mastercard i knew what was available but i think a lot of people just don't know what is there what especially in the banks. A bank is a huge organization to train on all products available. How wonderful would it be for you as a small business owner to go into the bank and start to ask for something that they have on the shelf that they might not be aware of? So I'm very happy to work through Yvonne and give you more information and even uh, link you with the right person that can spend more time with you. That's amazing. I'm going to move on because thank you so much for that. That was a really good question. So I hope you come back again and ask another question. We'll see you again soon, I hope. Thank you, Bipin. Thank you, Bipin. Bye-bye. I've got to say, Ronelle, that your presence here and the support you've shown is truly MasterCard. It's been priceless. So thank you very much. So Mary, you've been waiting patiently. Right. Am I online here, ladies? Ah, yes, you are. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Apologies, because I've got a very ill dog in the background, and I really don't want to do anything. I'm, I'm accompanied by my pets at the, today, so this is not so good. Right. Just getting straight to the point, Renelle, for time purposes. Um, I've sort of two little questions for you, and they're both probably connected. But the first one is, what is a piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? 
a piece of priceless advice that you would give to your younger self. And the second question is, everyone has come through lockdown. What has been the biggest thing that you've learned in lockdown that you'd like to share with others? Oh, good. Very interesting questions. Thank you, Mary. So my younger self, next year I'll be 50. So let me tell you about my younger self. I think, and I'm going to speak with the small business flavor behind this because it was very scary when that particular bank had asked me as part of the black broadband leveling in South Africa to step out in faith and start a business. I think a note to my younger self would be to appreciate encounters. You know, it's a powerful thing to say, but uh, the network was super useful for me. As I start, I, I had to do pricing, for example, in Nigeria. The central bank was running a proof of concept for mobile banking, and I was awarded that uh, opportunity to work on that program with some partners in, in Nigeria. And I had no idea how to, how to price for that. And it just so happened that one of the banks I was working in, I kept in touch with a colleague who had also started his own business in the digital space. And uh, I, I, because I kept conversations with these people, I, I believe people come past, come to you or come past your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important to appreciate every encounter. And uh, to any young, small business owner, the one thing I would say to you is programs like these that Dr. Yvonne is running are very important. It's not just about attending these sessions. It's about connecting with people. I shared, and, and I, I won't mention the individual's name, through, through this platform, I got a, an email um, from an individual asking a question. And I could have shut down that opportunity. But the, I didn't have the opportunity of a digital online solution to help me with my career. So I would say networking is very key. I would have done more of that and appreciated my previous encounters with people and kept the connection. What am I doing during lockdown? And what does that mean for me? It just meant that I was home more often to irritate my husband and my two kids. I have a 22-year-old son and a 15-year-old son, and they keep asking me, to keep the noise down. But most importantly, I started African dancing. And why African dancing? Because I, I, I'm not a runner. Uh, you know, we have this joke in South Africa, we spent half our lives running. Why do we run for fun? Um, and so um, I found a, a friend of mine introduced me to, to African online dancing. It's global, it's 24 seven. It's across Africa, it's across the Caribbean, it's across the US. And so uh, it gives me time in the day to just leave what I'm doing, dance, um, learn some new moves for my 50th and also tone my body. So um, that with baking. So eating all the baking that I'm making and dancing it all. <laughs> the things I've been doing well Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Mary, thank you so much for joining us and keeping in touch. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much, Ronelle. Your support, your partnership, your support for small businesses and the work that MasterCard and yourself have done through or with Wintrade has been really appreciated, not only by us as Wintrade, but obviously all our members. And to end with your own slogan, 
You've been priceless. <laughs> oh, thank you. So Dr. Yvonne, Yulia, thank you for your support. Dr. Yvonne, friend, confidant, I'd really like to thank you for giving me the opportunity and we never stop talking to each other. So until we meet again, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye for now. Wow. It was another amazing talk. Another and, uh, amazing talk. And yeah, so and useful. It's so always useful. great to see women that achieved such a success and it gives us, again, it's a role model for others to see like this is also possible regardless of gender or color or whatever, there are opportunities. So it's beautiful to see and MasterCard. I'm also MasterCard. I switched after I joined WinTrade and oh. when they become our partner and I saw what they do for um, small businesses and also women in business, I switched my card as well. Thank you so much. Again, it's been another amazing session. Our next session next week is definitely going to be one to watch with Shannon from uh, Nike. So I hope you will all join us then. I hope you've enjoyed the information that's been shared. Join yes. us. We'll keep on uh, talking. We'll have 90 minutes together. We'll have more yeah. time. You'll have the opportunity to pitch. By the way, please make sure, uh, depending on how many people there are in the room, you'll have at least 60 seconds to present yourself, your business, and also ask for support and also let us know what can you do for others. So yeah. I'll be timing. I am strict. So please rehearse. Even with me, she's, she's very strict. I hope to see you all later on. So let's all get together and make if your networking is not working, join our network. And with that, we're going to say bye. We'll see you all later on. Thank bye you. Bye. bye for now. Hey.